Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard to Thundercourt's nonprofit digital voyage, a show where we talk about tech, social, and public good, and how you can get involved. I'm your host, Sabrina, and I hope everyone can sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. If you're ready, let's set sail. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Thundercoat's Nonprofit Digital Voyage. I'm your host, Sabrina, and today I'm joined by our guest from Capel Consulting, Ms. Florence Yuan. In 2020, Capel Consulting had the privilege of embarking on the B2B Social Worker Youth Worker Project in partnership with National Council of Social Services. And Ms. Florence Yuan is a consultant working on this project. Welcome to the podcast, Florence, and thank you for joining us today. Hey, hi, Serena. Thank you very much. I'm very glad to be uh, with uh, on this podcast. Right. Thank you very much for inviting us. Okay, so can you briefly introduce yourself to our listeners, um, as well as your experience with Capel Consulting? Oh, sure, of course. Well, let me kind of start with Capel Consulting first. Uh, and uh, well, Capel Consulting is a company uh, that works on uh, OD transformation. And really, uh, our mission is really to uh, touch lives and transform organization. That's our desire. So um, I'm a consultant with Capel for uh, quite a number of years. And uh, one of the biggest kind of work that we do is how to help our clients to discover opportunities to increase the capacity. Now, what do you mean by capacity? Meaning increasing uh, the workforce competencies uh, as well as its capability. I think it is important for us to realize what is to be defined for growth or even uh, transformation. And from there, we can figure out the how. So we are the what's people at the end of the day to help our clients to really see the areas of opportunities for growth, improvement, as well as to serve the customers or the clients better. I hope it helps. Okay, thank you. So, um, what kind of consultancy services does Capel provide specifically? Um, and also, what can potential clients gain from consultation with Capel? All right. I, I may want to kind of put it across uh, with a 3P, okay? First thing first mm-hmm. is about people. Uh, we really want to help our clients to develop their people. Uh, development means increasing competency, their knowledge, the skill sets and also towards the attitude towards the presence in the company. And then the second P I will lead to is the processes. Well, uh, in today's world, uh, processes are important. How do we engineer the work that we do? Uh, how do we make flows or systems working together? And last but not least, as we put the people and the process together, what do we expect? We expect performance. And this is exactly where we want to give back to our customers, right? When we perform, our customers will gain and meet their needs and meet their uh, final outcome. So this is where uh, Capel is really good at. And, uh, in overall, we are a, a OD company. Uh, mm-hmm. We do organization redevelopment and people growth, capacity growth and transformation as well. Um, at the end of the day, it's really what we want to do is to touch lives. 
<laughs> wow, okay, that's really, really inspiring. So, can we talk more about the most recent project that Kapal Consulting is currently working on? So, it's the B2B Social Worker Youth Worker Project, particularly, of course, the aim and the target group, and also your experience um, being a consultant in this project. Well, I think this is an excellent topic. Uh, for the fact that with the uh, social service sector, it's really a sector that is growing in terms of needs, as well as uh, new challenges, you know, with the pandemic, with COVID-19 and changes in the world, in, in Singapore country, like aging, and even our youth are getting smarter each time. Uh, indeed, back to basic, we stand for B2B, means to help our social service agency to grow in terms of what I always say, you know, the capacity. Now, what do you really mean by that? Meaning to say, how can you grow in capacities uh, without adding values? So I think it's important that every SSA or social service agency, they want to add values. They really want the case or the social service workers to have better interactions with their clients. As they interact, they are able to look at the right aspects of intervention. And, and not only that, the, the client I work with, we talk about competency growth. So how do you do really competency growth with your social workers if you have not understood or analysed? You know? So analytical becomes also important to understand what kind of challenges are we facing? Can we be more prepared? So instead of being reactive, can we be more proactive? So I think with this back to basic, helping many of the social service agent to or agency, sorry, to digitalize is very, very important. That's why I, I think there's a, always a acronym, you know, digitalizing, digitalization, turbo, social service agency, workers, because we're gonna add values, right? I think this is the most important part of the whole thing. And uh, there are technologies with huge changes, I will call technologies enablers, helping them to uh, do things that technology can do, can do, yet they can free up the time, right? To do more mm -hmm. things with value adds, with emotions, with the right aspects of the human touch. I think this is where Back to Basics have asked us this question, how can we help the social service agency to move forward. I see. So when, you know, previously we discussed about the turbo, um, digitalization turbo social service works. Um, can you share more about this? Because uh, obviously I was looking about it online and I couldn't really find anything that explains for it. So I was really interested to know more. Well, I think this is one thing that Capel is good at conning out, you know, uh, what we learned from the whole experience of work to words that we can remember, words that we can articulate. So as you know, Turbo styles with T-U-R-B-O and truly each one of the letters stands for something. And, and all this comes from the learning that we have done uh, through B2B projects. Now, as you know, social service uh, sectors, what are they good at? Really good with humanities, right? They are good with interacting with people. They, they know they exist with uh, caring of people, this, the care, uh, the emotion, the listening, the empathy, you know, you name all the humanities terms. 
but truly in a B2B digitalization transformation, it's kind of a little bit scary for some of them. What exactly is this? Mm -hmm. So the word T, it really means there's a need to transform. But transform in what way? It begins from our mind and ends with our actions that provide the end state. So it's important for any of the SSA who really wants to enable technology and enable themselves to embrace technology so that their time can be put into a higher value. It starts with a mindset change. Transforming the mindset, embracing technology, embracing change, and willing to unlearn to relearn or even new learn new things. So that's the first tip. It's really a transformation of our mindset. Okay. It's tough. Mm -hmm. We all know it's difficult. But if we start right, we will add right. And we will remove some of the barriers, right? Change management. We remove things that most important is fear, uncertainty. And questions, can I really chew on this? Will I be able to land properly? You know, these are the many, many questions that the social mm -hmm. service agents or social workers were asked, I can, I need help to un unload some of my work, but yet don't add more work for me, okay? So mm -hmm. these are the things uh, people are fearful about. So that's the first T. So mm -hmm. the you part, uh, which I think it's the defined as the unexpected, you really mm -hmm. don't know what you not know. So digitalization, it's not something that's new. But it's more like leveraging from the growth of technology so that mm -hmm. you can end. So don't take technology as something that will replace us, but it enable us to meet our future needs. And truly, if you don't start to work on it with blueprints, with prototype, with trial, like sampling, you know, you never know because it is really an unexpected ground that these SSAs are going through because they've never been there. They have maybe a little bit, but not so much of really digitalization of the workflow or the work they do. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, if I may continue, the word digitalization means you digitalize or put what you have, information, into what the computer can understand. Right? Mm -hmm. The bike the one the zeros and ones and the combination of codings and so on but why do we want to do that because computer think faster than human beings computers decide faster than human beings but actually computers are quite dummy if we don't put <laughs> it so it's still about yeah. people which of course leads me saying to the r reach out to more because if you put information into system, you can actually have the different sets of data presenting to you so that you can personalize and customize the client's needs. Give an example. I mean, if truly we know that um, when people are not going to be working in the community, what could be the end state become? It's a, it's a learning one. Community is so mm -hmm. important. But if you take them away, they're exposed to a mental wellness challenges. They're exposed to um, 
being uh, living away from community, which means they kind of like degrading in terms of the mental health and wellness. So things like that. If if we could actually have the data, we know where are the people who are living by themselves. With the community work. If we know how all these cases are being uh, uh, so-called uh, taken and analyzed, we can tell how do we be more proactive. So you reach out to digitalization, right? So mm-hmm. and each time I talk about all those things, I, I'm really very passionate about it because I see it on the ground that these are things that must happen. Okay. So um, as I talk about digital. I also mentioned about analytics. Yeah, so I was talking about digitalization, reaching out to more, and and with that, you know, we have data, right? We put all the data together, and with the data, what do you do with data? You you analyze the data. The minute you analyze the data, you'll be able to see what are the areas the needs are growing, and where are the areas or the people or the community. Uh, are changing in terms of their needs. So with that, you can be more proactive in the work that you do rather than reactive. Especially in community work, you can prepare focus group. You can share certain programs, bring awareness, and even offer certain programs uh, that is uh, growing in terms of their needs. So isn't it analytics uh, will help in terms of digitalization, right? Now. So now we are moving to the last uh, alphabet, which is the O. Now, imagine when we are also prepared with the information and learning from the programs. It's like a it's a it's, it's like a close loop kind of thing, right? You yep. kind of know what you do. You put things in, and once again, you see things are changing. With that, what can you do? You can offer different. Touch. I call it high touch and care to the social work. I mean, first thing first. In B two B, we do so called um, time motion studies. We notice that quite a number of work that our social workers are doing quite maintained. So if and these are not high touch work. These are things like administration. I mean, it's really. Mm-hmm. Uh, necessary, right? Because if you don't do your administration well, you can't do planning, you can't do budgeting. So, but you don't need the, the social workers to do it. You you can use a system, workflow, technology to enable it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then free up some of the time, or or rather, you increase the time on touch, high care, high touch to the. Work that they really meant for the community and for the uh, society. I think with that to sum up, right? Turbo, using digitalization to accelerate, to speed up those work that can be enabled by technology, so that the values that the social service workers can really be uplifted. Hence, I I think I personally feel that.、Uh, Digitalization is important, but it shouldn't be digitalized for the sake of digitalization. Look at where are the opportunities, evaluate the opportunities, so that you make the right prioritization. You can't do them all; they come in phases. But at least、mm-hmm. you know where to start, and finally, where do you end? 
then I think that is a, a plan, you know, that you can mm-hmm. really effort, put time to make it happen. And Capel is really good at doing that because we do help. <laughs> really servicing as a as a middleman with our clients, helping them to find the right technology partners. So mm-hmm. partner with our clients to find the right partners for them to really realize this um, uh, plan where they can really increase the existence and the values. Right. I hope I that helps in terms of what I mean by terrible. Yes, it does. And your passion when you're talking about it is really, really inspiring for me to see. Um, I'd like to hear more um, about your experience working with Capel, particularly, you know, your projects of consulting in the past um, and how that shows the importance for uh, consulting companies like Capel for the growth of nonprofit sectors and SSAs. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's, you know, I think this is where our so-called, um, you know, in terms of our mission statement that we really want to uh, touch lives, you know, and at the same time, whatever we do, we have the our clients' uh, interests at heart, okay? Mm-hmm. One thing first, I must say, as a consultant working for Capel, it is a very I would say, if you say choice of a of, of employee, I would give a tick on that. Why? Because <laughs> wow, really, the leaders are supportive. The work that we do are real work. Okay, so in terms of uh, having the right support, the right directions, um, and the right guidelines, it's so important. Otherwise, you know, the motivation factors will be eroded. So I would say that. I, I have very good support from Capel, uh, and also I must comment with that also a very good uh, support from uh, the stakeholders, right? Like mm-hmm. NCS or even uh, for me, uh, as I work with my clients, uh, my clients are uh, some of my clients are really supportive about things, yeah. And uh, what we really good at with is we do bite size. Okay? I think we know how to Capel understands that. Change is important, but change is difficult. So mm-hmm. we we were entered projects. Uh, actually, bike science project was what we started with, and then from there we built our own capacity and our own capability. Okay. Um, I remembered that the first project I did with Capel is really the bike science project. There was no technology involved, or little would I say, little meaning use Excel, uh, use your Google Forms and things like that. It works. But from a bigger skill, it's hard to do it as a workflow. Yeah, I remember um, the first two bite-sized projects I was doing was SNTC and Red Cross. We actually, you know, you know what was interesting is we have trans, we have them to reduce at least 60% of the forms. But combining forms using Excel and repopulating some of the repeated fields, it was like bite-sized, but I personally feel that that was a really good beginning. And uh, with that, Capel starts to understand that we need more than that. And therefore, we back to basic. We kind of bring technology partners in. I think this is one thing good about, you know, forward-looking companies, isn't it? We learn from uh, the first step to the second step. And I believe moving forward, we will work more with technology partners. And this time, Maybe we even 
move forward after digitalization is integration. And after integration, I personally feel this is Florence's personal opinion, yeah? Artificial intelligence. And this is where we kind of like see ourselves growing uh, in this space of, uh, shall I say, using technology to enable our so that our presence will bring higher value to people around us. So, what do you think makes Capel different and stand out from other consulting services that help with nonprofits? I, I think it's important that, uh, first of all, Capel existed uh, or exists right now for many years, um, almost 30 plus to even 40, I believe. So, over this period of time, Capel has really worked with many consultants. And like I mentioned, uh, working in Capel, uh, I, I feel that there's great support. If I can feel that, many consultants will be able to feel that, right? So over time, what does that mean? We have a lot of experienced consultants who really have many years of experience. I, I personally have about almost 30, 30 over years of work experience. So um, then this way, I think the best thing about Capel, right? We have many different skill sets. We have uh, people who come from medical field. I come from technology field. I have people who come from social service sector skills, fields. Uh, we have people that really come from even the uh, consumer fields, as well as the government sectors, working with many projects with the government. So I think this is where Capel stands up, right? And I think with the B2B, Capel even have move, I wouldn't say move, included the abilities to work with different technology partners. To be to be, uh, I have interacted with many technology companies and uh, some technology companies and, and majority of them are locals, which is good, right? Seeing all Singaporeans working together, uh, people exist in Singapore. I mean, to be fair, they are permanent residents too, right? So people living in Singapore wanting to work together so that we see ourselves having uh, a complete competency, right? Competency in terms of knowledge and skills in our area of expertise, as well as the capacity and the ability of having technology. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's really good. Uh, it's like a big family working together. And uh, the clients are, are, are our locus, right? They, they require um, all this help so that we can serve our community better. So I think this is this is really what is good about Capel. We seems to be having the one-stop shop and cater for everything. Mm -hmm. In your experience as consultant, you know, you said you you had like thirty years of experience, uh, working experience. I wonder what are the biggest misconceptions about consulting, especially for the nonprofits. I can tell you, it's not just a non-profit. Many times when you use the word consultant, they're here to tell us what to do, but they won't do with us. This is something that a lot of consultation work um, has become a fear to the ones who are receiving it. But I can tell you, I personally, even to get together with Capel, the work we do, we really want to walk with our client and deploy mm -hmm. our client and aim to our client. But we cannot keep giving them the fish. We also believe that we have to teach them how to fish. Mm -hmm. So 
So this is where the biggest misconception of consultant is they give you the blueprints, all right? They'll say all those things and give you all kinds of framework and then says, voila, this is a blueprint, please deliver it yourself. Um, I think this is the biggest fear with clients. But I, I think so far from feedback from our clients, we don't do that. We really uh, choose, uh, consult, uh, even hear them out. Uh, sometimes we hear them out and they may not be making sense. It's our job to tell them that what about option A, what about option B, explain them and mm -hmm. that's the best point. I see. Okay, so um, just to pick your brain more on like your 30 plus years of experience, I wonder um, if you can share any like success stories of past clients or like any memorable experience um, while working with Capel? And also, I guess, you know, while on, we're on that topic, what keeps you motivated to keep doing your consultancy job? Okay. I think this is a great question. Sometimes I ask myself this question too. But I really have, uh, I really enjoy doing projects, works that make a difference in the change. Mm -hmm. What? But most importantly, many projects start with the problem statement. The minute you know that your client is very seriously wanting to solve a problem, and truly you can see some of the clients coming to you and say, I really have this challenge, but I, I do not know what to do about it. Okay? Mm -hmm. So this is where I know that is someone raising their own hand. And this must be something that is self-initiated. When I say the client must initiate it, right? Um, mm -hmm. Once the client has that, and then you come in and start to uh, brainstorm, lead them in the discussion, and they believe in you. The minute my clients believe in me, and I believe in them, I think that is mm -hmm. that the driving factor, right? Now, of course, mm -hmm. all comes with a cost, you know, can the client afford? And also comes with a fee. Can I take the fee, <laughs> you know? And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, but that is, the so-called debate that you know that just the, 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 the fundamental but above it it's really i feel i enjoyed my work very much if i see problems being solved when i mm -hmm. see people's life is being touched and they'll tell you it burns yes it it means so much different right now mm -hmm. um, i used to be doing this for one hour now i'm doing this for 30 minutes Okay. Mm -hmm. I be bring spreadsheets together. Now I press a button, I get things done, right? Mm -hmm. So you can see that um, as, and of course, most importantly, if I hear things like this, I can't live without this new uh, process or these new tools or this new framework. I will say, voila, that's it. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Now, of course, mm -hmm. not every day, it's Sunday or public holiday that <laughs> We hit with cross junction, we hit with rocky roads, uh, and this is where I think, um, you know, the satisfaction comes when, when we can all walk through these rocky roads together, seeing your, lead, your legs bleed, other, leads, other people's legs bleed, but yet we, we come out and say that was a past and now it's the beginning. So these mm -hmm. are the things that uh, are real, uh, but it for me, I feel that I have, I have a reason to leave and my purpose leaving, and 
what I'm made to do is a blessing to others and others are also blessing me. Right? And of course, together mm-hmm. with Capel, we have the same thoughts. Transform life, touch life, transform organizations. It is words. These are words. But words without actions is just another set of words. But words with actions, we leave memories behind. We always, I always said, if you look back, you can really account for the checklist. Then I think I'm ready to face whatever in front of me, ahead of me, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, yeah, I hope I didn't kind of, uh, you know, can bring things all, all over the place, but truly, everybody have a purpose. You see things work, uh, things are being blessed. That's ultimately, I feel, uh, it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, I feel like we have quite a lot to work with. Um, so before I end the episode, do you have any final remarks you want to share with our listeners? Well, I just want to kind of uh, give uh, some of the three pointers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the three pointers will be leading to um, first, have the right mindset. Okay? Mm-hmm. And most important, believe that you have a plan that will be able to realize. It also starts with your organization believing in your people, believing in what you want to end up. Okay? It's very important. Mm-hmm. The okay. Then the second thing is dare to walk this first step in front of you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. And always remember as as an organization you are not going to work alone. As the leaders move their people ahead, look behind and see if others are following. Mm-hmm. A change cannot happen if only one person is on the change and the rest are away from the change. Okay, So change management is important. That's the second point. Have the mindset, have the change management all prepared. And the third thing is there's no solution uh, perfect in one goal, especially with digitalization. Prepare that there are phases, and it's through the phases you can find you and you can move forward. Right? So, mm-hmm. the mind, everybody ready? Right? Leaders, uphold your organization that we're all on board and believe that the solutions is not going to fit one time. They come in phases. This is how I see the whole thing will work properly with digitalization and with transformation. I thank you for the time and opportunity for today. Thank you. Thank you so much. And with that, we've reached the end of our episode. Again, thank you so much for joining in on the conversation, Florence. And of course, thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. Remember what Florence says. It's always difficult to start, but take that first step. So uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and leave a review. It would mean a whole lot to us. 
You can also head over to our website at thunderquote.org to gain access to our free digital resources. See you next time! 